You're listening to The Thrive Podcast, where every week we dive into a practical, tactical tip to bring you from a life of simply surviving to thriving. It's personal development for the everyday girl who is done with coasting through her days, done with feeling like she's missing out on the deeper meaning of her own life, and done with mediocrity once and for all. Because it's not enough to simply survive, you deserve to thrive. Welcome back to Thrive. Get ready for the mindset shift and resilience kick in the pants we all need for this new year with my friend Beate Sifkovitz, an award-winning mindset and resilience coach, the founder of All Boss, and the creator of the passion-driven business blueprint. After spending over 15 years on self-discovery, Beate decided to leave corporate to pursue her passion full-time to empower women to do what they love for a living. She's an awesome force, and our conversation today will leave you feeling motivated to create some serious change in your life. You'll end the episode feeling more clear on a vision for your future and more confident on your own ability to handle whatever life hands you. You might actually feel more okay with uncertainty than ever before with a healthily detached, neutral view of life events or circumstances that might have previously stressed you the heck out. Stay tuned through this conversation. Drop it five stars if you like what you're listening to. And now, welcome, Beate. Hi, so lovely to be speaking to you again. Yay, I am so thrilled that you are on Thrive with us today to really kick off the new year in a truly fabulous way. So I know our mutual goal is to basically set listeners up for success across the board with some super key nuggets and really practical bits to set up your mind, set up your, literally just your whole everything for the best possible new beginning. Whether you think of the new year, the new month, whatever, as a new beginning, it's Wednesday when this is coming out, it's a new beginning, new day. So I know you've said before, your story might sound a little bit backwards, but I love it nonetheless. So let's just get started with that. Introduce yourself and tell everyone your story. Perfect. Well, my name is Beata. Um, and I, you know, the usual journey, I was working in corporate for a long time. And I had, though, although I had always had that niggling feeling that it wasn't quite right. And I had quite a glamorous job, you know, I was heading up Grey Goose and on the Sapphire, um, you know, in, in the Middle East and Africa. And you know, was, I was went to Cannes Film Festival for, for work and, and to all these fancy parties, traveling the world. So it was, it was quite I love that part of it, but kind of the more I kind of, the longer I was in it, I realized I don't enjoy that day-to-day work. I mean, I'd known for so many years, um, but obviously, you know, a great salary and a great lifestyle is, can be very tempting and you probably stay into it for, for longer than, than you should. And you're not listening to that inner voice that keeps nudging you saying like, you're not quite on the right path. And um, it got to the point when, and, and I, I had this hobby of you know like personal development I was reading all the books and the the courses and went on the retreats and watched all the videos anything I was just absorbing everything that was around personal development mindset you know thriving how can I be like like the best version of myself and it was more of a hobby and then and part of that um question that kind of led me through this was like but what do I really want to do what do you really want to do and some of these books and, and courses tell you to ask yourself, well, what do I love to do in my free time? You know, what, what am I passionate about? And I was like, well, I love all these personal development stuff, but 
that that's not a hobby. I'm just doing that for me. Like that's that's just you know something because I want to be better at, at life. And and then it got to the point where you know they always say the universe keeps nudging you, and then eventually if you're not listening, you kind of get hit by a baseball bat because and then you know it's like oh ding and you forced to listen and you're forced to reconsider and reflect of what what's going on and so that kind of happened um, a few years ago and I was getting into burnout um the job I was doing three people's jobs um with no support I wasn't enjoying the day-to-day work anymore was working crazy hours had no life outside of work um and I was like I can't I just can't do this anymore I was just going to take a couple of months off to just like having conversations about their jobs um, and the second I left my job it was almost like uh, it's like I hadn't seen the wood for the trees I hadn't allowed that space before to really some because I was always waiting for something to just drop on my lap and that will tell me what it is but that's not necessarily how it works you've got to take action towards it as well you so often know if it's meant to be it will work itself out and it's a nice phrase. And yes, there is something behind it because when we get too attached to things, that's not great either. But there's also such a big element of taking action and take, moving towards what it is you want. And, and taking that huge step, that huge leap, opened me up to recognizing what I was supposed to do. Um, and that's when I started putting all, all that senior work that I've done on myself and, and all that expertise and knowledge that I've built up and then taking all the, the work, all the experience and skills that I've built in my corporate world and then combine that as like, this is how I want to help people find what they want to do and do that in what they are passionate about and make that their living rather than feeling like they have to be in this, in this structure that society has created for us and help them identify that and turn that into a business. Yeah, so I love that. I think such... Yeah, no, it's awesome. I think such an important part of your story too is that realization that from the outside, it looked like you had it all. You were ticking the boxes on paper. It checked everything off. It was like that Instagram highlight reel of a dream career, but you still knew in your gut that something wasn't right. And you had this choice to keep trucking along, doing what you thought you should be doing and hoping that someday it would just switch to feeling okay, or that it would just magically switch to being different. Like you said, an opportunity would just come along, fall in your lap. Okay. It's a sign. But I think that acknowledging it, that it wasn't right anymore and owning that and then doing something about that actively and intentionally is so powerful and something that so many people miss. So if you can take us back to your brain around that time, what do you think gave you that courage and confidence to make a serious change once you realized like, whoa, this isn't going to just happen. I have to, I have to be brave and do something about it. So I'd love to hear like, what do you, where do you think that came from? And also if you have any advice for anyone listening who might be thinking like, oh shoot, that's me. Like I'm, I'm in that space too. Um, absolutely. So I think part of what went in in my brain was all that work that I'd already done. Like, like I intellectually knew that, you know, you've, take, you've got to take the lead because everyone tells you to, and you know, the net will appear and intellectually I knew that, you know, you've got to follow your passion you've got to do what you love and you will get the reward. But I didn't know it insightfully. I didn't really know it deeply. And I was like, this is, I've heard this so many times, 
I tell other people this, <laughs> I give other people that advice, but this is now the time for me to actually walk the talk and practice what I preach, practice what I preach to myself and what I believe. But if I, if it just stays in the belief and I don't turn that into reality, then all, all of that work that I've done would almost have gone to waste. If it's just lives in your intellectual mind and you're not then living it. So that was kind of, that gave me that push, like, come on, you know, this is going to work out. You don't know it, but you know it. Um, and that kind of kept me taking the steps. And, and it was exactly, and anyone's listening, who is in that boat? And I'd had it so many times before I did that. And now I say to other people, but so I can understand how that might feel a bit disconnected. It's like, oh yeah, you know how they always say, oh, your love will happen when you least expect it. It's like, oh yeah, the net will appear when you take the leap. I was like, yeah, good for everyone, easy to say. Um, but you ex actually expecting me to, to do that? Um, so that's, and it did. It's literally a week after I handed in my notice, I was still in my job. I started meeting people who led me onto this new path. Some of them I don't, like, I literally didn't speak after, like, we met, um, and then two months later, we didn't speak anymore. But that person had brought me onto this path. And it was the right path for me to be on. Even if it didn't turn into anything that I thought it was going to turn into. And I think that's a lot of, that's been one of my biggest learnings. Like you make a plan in your head. Like, okay, I've got this figured out. Okay, I'm going to do that now. And then, no, nope, you're not going to do that. Okay, okay, let me pivot. I'm going to do that now. Okay, get used to that. No, nope, no, nope. punch in the face. COVID happens, no, nope, can't do any of that anymore. You've got to do that now. Um, and then my biggest lesson was to kind of just keep moving through that. Just recognize like, okay, another bump in the road. Let's just move through it because there yeah. will be more and there'll be others. And the sooner you learn to deal with those bumps in the road, the sooner you'll be happy with what you do, no matter what you do, because things don't throw you off path that easily, that quickly. And recognizing that everything that's happening outside of you isn't really affecting you internally that much anyway. So we just create this illusion of external. I'm feeling X and Y, Z because A, B, and C happened here, which is not true. It's all about perspective. And the sooner you learn to change your perspective and to recognize external things for what they are and you, that you have the choice uh, in how you look at them, the, the better. Gosh, there were so many good nuggets there that you just said. It's funny because I'm, we're the same way in like being hyper planners with things, but it's funny. They always say, you know, um, when you make a plan, God laughs and like <laughs> other things are bound to happen. Um, so I think that that's uh, really poignant advice for people too. And I think also I've heard, I think Marie Forleo is the first person to have said this, but she's, she's a book titled everything is figure outable. And I think that's such an, if you're someone who is looking at a perspective change going, okay, but like, what about this? Or what if this, and what happens if this happens? And I don't know, I don't know what if fear, worry, doubt, all of that bad stuff. I think that's such an, a good mantra to just repeat, to remind yourself that, you know what? Correct. You don't have all the answers. None of us do. None of us will, but everything is figure outable. And that, like you said, the net will appear, but it's also not just like this magic net that will come and show up underneath you. I think it's more so we get put into a situation and then you find out what you're actually made of. Because if you make that courageous jump or switch to something, chances are you're not just sitting there twiddling your thumbs going, 
all right, what now? Like you're probably, especially if you're passionate about it, you already are naturally doing things that are positioning your sales towards that. Your, your boat is going in that direction towards success because you're already probably doing, okay, I'm going to talk to this person or I'm going to research this or like we live in this world of Google. The opportunities are truly endless for that next step. So you can kind of, I think, take, take some solace in that as well, knowing that like, you're never going to be in this position of being saying, all right, here's my, here's my new decision. Now I have nothing. Like it's never going to be this total abandoned, isolated situation where you're just like in an empty room with no, no resources and nothing at your disposal by yourself. Like it's, we make it out to be so much worse in our heads than, than that. Absolutely. Look, firstly, um, you can never go backwards. You cannot go, like you cannot be the person you were yesterday. And say you have exactly this, say you, you were earning a lot of money and now you're not anymore because you're starting your own business. But, and it might, you might think you've gone backwards because you're not earning a lot of a lot less money but the experience and and the wisdom that you've you've built is so much more so much richer than any of that money that that you might have earned before and and recognizing that wealth of knowledge and experience and and life is so important and we often forget to put value on that so we just say like yeah but I'm not earning that or I don't have the clients that that I thought I was going to have or that I had a year ago, but you cannot go backwards. It's never a backward journey. It's always forwards. Like you said, you're never going to end up with nothing because you have everything that you have created up until that point. And it might not be material, but we put way too much value on materials anyway. So what you've created and and built in your mind is, is much more valuable than anything you could have. Yes. And that's a perspective shift right there too, because I'm totally going to butcher the quote, but I know this is Thomas Edison. And when people asked him about how many times it took him to create the light bulb, and I I think he was up to like what, 10,000 or something. And he, they, they, people were saying, all right, but you, you're failing. Like you, you're trying 10,000 times and still don't have it. And his response was like, no, I've just found like 9,000 ways to not make a light bulb. <laughs> so some people look at it and they go, Nope, I'm failing. It's not where I want it to be. It's not where I think it should be. It should be this, or I want it to be different or whatever. But if you just shift that mindset to something like that, where you're like, Nope, I just figured out how not to do it. Or I figured out a different way that I want to try again in the future. It's such a, it's besides being more positive, I think it's also more productive because it allows you to still be in this position of feeling creative and curious and willing to try again and willing to go and grow instead of being, oh, I'm failing. I'm terrible. I suck. This isn't right. And just being negative about it. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of a video I saw recently. I can't remember where I've seen it now, where they show this guy who's um, fishing for diamonds in, in a, you know, I don't in a river or kind of a lake it was what like a cartoon thing he's fishing 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 and there for ages and in the end he gives up and he was like that close to the diamond so if he had just you know persisted for another couple of minutes he would have got he would have got the diamond and I think that happens in my heart every time happens so much in their life that people try something and it doesn't work out within the first 10 minutes of trying it and they're like okay Hey, I'm I'm, I can't deal with this. Oh, this is too stressful. Or, oh, no, I'm too scared. And, and throw it all away. All that they've created up until that point 
just throw it all away. And they still can't go backwards, like I said before, but they are still so close to the success of whatever it is they're looking for and holding themselves back because they're interpreting their journey in the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about vision because whether you're thinking of the life you want, the business you want, the relationship you want, whatever, we know we need a vision of what that could look like to be able to work backwards and work towards it. Even if you're just someone who's trying to orient yourself to go in the direction that you hope to go. So how do we get crystal clear on a vision that can become the driver of everything else while still being open to possibility and open to God's plan for us and like all of that good stuff. Absolutely. And vision is so important. So I, I, I'm surprised with most of my clients, I see that we don't dream big enough. Oh, so many of us struggle to really create a big vision. So I work with my clients a lot on that part of what it is, really is they want. Because there's so much kind of embarrassment around it or unworthiness around it. It's like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't that's not going to happen in my future. That's how I know. Who am I to think that that would ever be possible for me? Um, so that is, is one of the big barriers that I see that people face. So overcoming that limited thinking is, is a big part of creating the vision in the first place. So really, and you also can't think yourself to a vision, you know, that it's different to goals and objectives. That's more like a mental um, activity, but a vision comes from the heart. You really need to give yourself the freedom to dream of something that doesn't yet exist and really give yourself that space and time to, to let it build as well and evolve. And yeah, we sometimes think, oh yeah, I do, I do my own vision board today and it takes an hour or two and that's a great start but too many of us then forget to actually build on that and keep that in mind and you know see like what what's it really right what and, and relate it back to where we are now so how does where I am now relate or help me get to the vision because a vision can really be a very practical tool as well for decision making and um, for recognizing whether you're on the right track or not and, and all of these and giving you new ideas of, of what could get you closer to that vision. But we kind of, we, we have that almost like little cloud in our mind. And I think about it once a year, maximum, if that's good if people even think about it once a year. And then put it in the corner there and then just carry on with our life straight ahead so without necessarily bringing it back. So one of the things that is really important to do to kind of, you know, reflect on it. I, I write my goals down every single day. And my goals is based on my vision. So I write my goals every day. And then on top of that, I think, you know, I relate it back to the vision. Maybe not every day, but especially when, especially when things are tough. That's when, you know, having a really inspiring big vision is going to help you move through it so much more easily and quickly than if you just have a, yeah, it'd be really nice if I had that. But it's, yeah, I can do or do without it. That's why it's so important to have a really big vision that comes from the heart that speaks to your deepest desires. And when you can bring your new whole roadmap aligned to that, that's when you can move forward quicker, faster, and you become so much more resilient to anything that's thrown in the path into your path. Yeah. Well, since you are a mindset coach, obviously, I want to know A, your mindset routine, and B, if you have like a recommended mindset practice or some practical tips 
that listeners can use to start shifting their own mindset? If they are someone who's kind of like, oh, I could never do that. Or kind of just feeling burdened with limiting beliefs and feeling like it's just really hard to think bigger and dream bigger and see potential outside of their little bubble of where they are now. So just like some practical tips to start that shift and to get into the best possible headspace for the best possible new year. Absolutely. So what I always recommend is meditation. And I think everyone, everyone talks about it. Everyone knows that. So I'm not going to go into that, but I meditate every single day. Um, especially in the morning, sometimes also in the evening. So that, that set of part. Oh, but feel free to, you could feel free to tell us about that though, if you want, because I think that there's so many misconceptions around meditation where people, especially if people are new to it, they're like, do I just sit there and fold my legs and go home? Like, what, what am I doing? So feel free if you want to share like what you actually think about while you're meditating or how that, what that practice looks like for you. Because I think that people are like, wait, what, how do I do it? (laughs) Perfect. Absolutely more than happy to. And I think, yeah, like you said, there is actually a long exception, right? You don't need to sit there cross select with your, you know, your thumbs and your middle finger touching. Um, actually, my meditation changes regularly. So it's, um, sometimes I sit and listen to kind of relaxed music. It wouldn't be like acoustical brainwave kind of music. Um, sometimes I listen to a guided meditation. Sometimes I go for a walk and try to be really present with you know what's happening around me and look at every single step that I take so really I'm a big proponent of finding out what works for you and that's what I work a lot with with my clients on as well is that you know there's so much out there there's hundreds and hundreds of different practices and tools and strategies of meditating of how to build your business of how to market yourself but if we just take that and copy and paste it and apply it to ourselves it's often not going to work because you're, you're like nobody else. You are you and you have a very different experience, very different skills, very different talents. So you also need to identify your unique strategy in whatever that is, whether that's your business, your marketing, your love life, um, but also your meditation. So that's why I constantly also reflect on myself. Like, What, what does my body need? What am I craving for? Um, sometimes it's 10 minutes in the morning, five minutes in the morning. Sometimes it's an hour. It's, it's really being tuned into myself and feeling what's right for me at the moment. And sometimes I think a really present two, three moments, taking a deep breath can be more powerful than sitting on your bed with your legs crossed, trying to meditate. So it's, you know, there's, there's this, it, we feel like it needs to look a certain way, but it, doesn't so just whenever you can bring yourself into the present whether that's focusing on what's going on in your body whether that's taking a few deep breaths whether that's being really focused on what you do right now that could even be work when you get into that flow state it's more about being present rather than and I have to sit there and and not think about anything because that is counterproductive as well (laughs) for sure for sure so then drop us some some mindset tips for if someone is wanting to make a shift and kind of create their new routine, create some new beliefs and, and dream bigger in a way that feels authentic and believable to them. What's kind of your advice for getting started on that and, and doing something that feels not easy necessarily, but like comfortable enough to be consistent with. Yeah. Um, so 
Mine's not so much a tactic, but more something to remember. And the more you can remember that on a consistent basis, the more your life's going to change. And that is thought comes, uh, so the feeling comes from thought in the moment. So whatever you feel comes from what you're thinking about right now. And you have a degree of the thoughts you have, uh, sorry, a degree of control of the thoughts that you think right now. Obviously, we have 60,000 thoughts a day, you can't control every single thought. And, and there's sometimes a bit of, you know, in the whole personal development was like, you panic, panic driven by, oh, I need to control my thought. And I can't think this, and I can't think that. Recognizing that it's all just thought and nothing else. It's, it, we all just make it up. We completely make it up ourselves. So you can make up whatever you want in your mind, whether you want to view a situation in this way or that way, you make it up. It's all, in your mind so whenever something bad happens it's like you have the choice to let yourself get into the rabbit hole or recognize that the way you feel in this situation is just your thinking and you can change that it's just such a powerful even just recognizing that in that moment helps you shift your perspective instantly so whenever I try to like I'm, I've been aware of this for, for years and I catch myself in, you know, in, in this outside in thinking of, oh, something's happened. That's why I feel shit. I was like, no, hang on. This has ha happened. I feel shit, but I can change that because I can choose how I think about that and I can choose what that means to me. And in terms of creating a vision out of that, it, again, it's just an illusion. You can make up in your mind whatever you want. And it's up to you what you do with that. So why not create an awesome, amazing, incredible vision? Because it's all just thoughts in the end anyway. Mm -hmm. That's so powerful. And something I think I've seen so many girlfriends fall victim to this and myself included where you, something happens. And like you said, you go down the rabbit hole, like you just spiral, spiral, spiral. But I feel like that happens when you're ruminating on that negative thing and you're just so it, it has power over you instead of you having power over it. So something happens and it becomes, well, that happened to me. And it's, and it's like this, we, we let ourselves become a victim to that thought or to that situation where we're like, oh, it did this to me. And now I'm in this reaction mode. Whereas if you flip it, where I think Tony Robbins said was maybe the original person who said this, but who the heck knows at this point where, well, like, what if life isn't happening to you, but for you? And if you can shift to thinking of, all right, this thing happened, like you said, like almost detaching from it in a healthy way where it's like this happened, but now, so now how am I going to respond to it? Instead of it being this gut reaction of, oh, oh my gosh, panic, negative, horrible, worry, doubt, bad things, giving yourself that space and just like a hot second to breathe and to think and to have some sort of more intentional response instead of that knee-jerk reaction granted of course some things happen so quickly obviously we're not all we don't all get that time to creatively think about it and you're absolutely allowed to have that negative gut reaction to some things but at some point you'll have the opportunity to think like you said and to process something a little bit differently or to just challenge your own perspective on something. And I think that's just such a healthy way to approach, uh, I don't know, everything. <laughs> absolutely. And it's absolutely, like you say, you know, the gut reaction, you can't 
often can't help. And that's that's yeah. natural. That's then accept that and deal with it. Sometimes we don't allow ourselves to deal that gut with reaction either because it feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's not a nice feeling. So we try and like push it away and try and think our way out of it. It's like, no, feel it and then start thinking. And and kind of what you said earlier about the rabbit hole. And I don't know who said it originally as well, but Michael Neal talks about how, you know, we the reason why some of these things that happen to us often us are a lot worse than they seem is because we're creating all these scenarios um, out of that whatever just happened, we start worrying about how this is going to affect our future, how this, how, what the reaction of that's going to be, the chain reaction of that. And we waste so much brain power in going into these scenarios that never going to happen. 99% of the time, any of the scenarios that we worry about or any of the things that we worry about in the past, there's nothing you can do about it. In the future, it's never going to happen. And if we could claim back some of that brain noise and brain power and even just be quiet around it, we are a lot more open to create amazing solutions to whatever happens to us. And that's really where resilience comes in as well. Like, you know, it's whatever happens to you, to you, or whatever happens in your life, take it as face value. It's, you know, it's a neutral, whatever happens, it's neutral. And we put meaning onto that. Yeah. So nothing, you know, nothing actually has meaning. It's just our view of that, that gives it meaning. So you have, if, if you stop worrying about all these endless scenarios that may or may never happen, likely never going to happen, you're a lot more free to really create a solution to turn that challenge into an opportunity. Yeah. I love that. Let's talk about resilience part two, because I know you and I both believe so much in resilience, really just being like this absolutely essential ingredient to a fruitful life and a healthy mindset and all that good stuff. I love what you've said before too, about, um, it being the right thing to help you bounce, not just bounce back, but bounce forward from difficult times, which we obviously all face. So how do you think we can become more resilient so that we can continue to just like authentically shift our mindset around challenges and even blatant hardships so that we can see them more as an opportunity where it doesn't feel fake or weird or like what they say, toxic positivity or anything, but so that we can really truly feel that a challenge is setting us up for something better down the road and, and really internalize that and believe it to be true. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So there's there's really eight components of resilience. So that includes optimism, self-reliance, um, ingenuity, adaptability, um, support seeking, and there's there's a couple more. So it's really like be practical about okay, this is the scenario that's happening right now. What are the options that I have? Who can I talk to? Is it really as bad as it looks? How important is this challenge or how much am I going to think about this in five years time? Who, what are, if I, I might not know what the right thing to do is right now, but if I knew, what could that be? Thinking about, oh, what would a different person that's maybe very different to me, what would they think? How, how would they approach this situation? So really looking more, practically rather than getting overwhelmed with, with the situation try and detach from it and 
and look at it from different viewpoints and different options that you have available to you. You know, okay, so this has happened now. What's, what's in this scenario right here that I didn't know before that might, might give me a new idea? What could this spark? And look for, for the, the uniqueness in it. And the, what's the, I know this is probably a method, something that's been said too many times as well. And what's the message in it? But there, there always is, there always is. And if you can find that, that's exactly where you need to tap into and that's gonna give you the solution. But, but again, you know, if you get overwhelmed by it and if you, if you put so much meaning into it and believing that this scenario is causing your feelings, you don't have the space to identify all these different tools that you have available to yourself. And yeah, like, you know, or you can even think about what have I done in the past that has helped me go, go through different challenges? What can I use from other situations that I've been in? Where have I really excelled in, in something? How can I use that talent or skill to go through this situation and, and reflecting back to who you really are as a person? Like we are on this earth to play the game, this human game. And, and that's really all it is. And we get so caught up in it, but taking a step back and saying, okay, this is happening now. Let's just be quiet. Think about it in the way that makes me feel good rather than in a way that makes me feel bad and find the best solution in whichever shape or form that might come. And also mm -hmm. being, being okay with uncertainty. Because after many times when a challenge happens, the biggest thing that throws us back is the, uncert the fear of the uncertainty, the fear of not knowing what's gonna happen next. And the more you can embrace that and allow that and not be afraid of the uncertainty, Again, the more open you are to find the right solutions for what the, the right solutions will come to you naturally for what, how to move through it, how to move past it, not just bounce back, but, you know, bounce forward. Yes. I love that you just said that because that took the words right out of my mouth of what I was going to say next, because I was going to say, take the pressure off of yourself too to have to figure it out right away or to figure out some productive response or whatever, because sometimes, like you said, like shit happens and it's hard and challenging and it's real life. And we don't necessarily have the ability or the mental capacity or whatever to just go right into problem solving mode right away. Like sometimes we just need to sit in our bad feelings about something and like acknowledge it and just process through that before we can figure out how to bounce forward from something, which is okay. So I think there's also so much value in letting yourself not have the pressure to figure it out right away, what the next steps are, what you have to learn from it or whatever, but to sit in a place of knowing and believing that if you don't have it all figured out just yet or right away, or like that, that's okay. It doesn't mean that you will never figure it out, or it doesn't mean that you'll never have some sort of answer or idea for where to go from there. But like sometimes giving it some space is what is what you need for some inspiration to come or for that next idea to make its way into your brain where you're able to receive it and, and get it and be like, Oh yeah. Okay. I'm ready. I could do that. Like sometimes you're just not in the mental, uh, the mental space to be able to have this idea for like, here's what to do next. And your brain's going to be like, no, let me be sad. Or let me, let me be miserable. The world's coming to an end. I'm, I don't have the time for this, <laughs> but, but like, Give yourself that time, give yourself that grace and that space to know that 
again, it's all figure outable and like you will, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out in due time. It might not be right this very second or right after that bad thing happens or the challenge arises, but it will happen and yeah. you've got it. <laughs> what I've, um, what I've, how I've reframed this whole kind of uncertainty piece for myself over the last couple of years is that if I don't know what's going to happen, anything could happen. And that Ooh. kind of gives me more of an excitement feeling than a fear. Because that just like blows up everything. That's like, oh, I wonder what's going to come next. And it, it's probably going to be even better than I could have planned or imagined. And, and if you go into that with that intention, then you're more likely to actually bring something that's even more exciting and better than you have planned into that empty field of not knowing. Because we also need to create that space for new things to come to us and for, for you know, manifestations to appear. But because often we are so busy planning our lives ahead, there's no space for anything to come. So I, I actually have a really positive um, positive frame around around a positive feeling around uncertainty I just get really excited about it now it's like oh I wonder what's going around the corner <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's something my therapist actually had told me too because we were talking about goal setting from like a from a faith-based perspective where I was kind of like well how like it's weird setting all these goals but then still being like god do like what do you want me to do with my life because it's I was I was confused as to where I was kind of treading that line of like me setting goals versus allowing what's meant to be for my life to happen too. And like all of that, that's like a whole other, whole other topic, but it really, what her advice was, was embrace it with curiosity. Like it's, you could set these goals and have these intentions and create this vision, but never stop being curious because that's what allows that, that room for the magic to happen and room for God, the universe, whatever, to like actually take hold in your life also and to make it be something even bigger and better than you even imagined because you also don't want to set yourself up in a box that's too small with your goals and dreams and all of that. So I love that. Absolutely. That goes back yeah. to like not being too attached to things, you know? Yeah. Whether that's situations, whether that's people, whether that's goals, a lot of us, and I'm such a proponent of setting goals and it's so important that we do. But too often we get so hung up by them. Like, but, but, but if I've got to get it, but, but it's not right. It's not happened yet. That we often miss other things that could have made it bigger and better. So it's all about, you know, setting the right intention. Yes, you're doing, taking the action. You've got to take the action. Um, I read this quote yesterday. Um, and, um, move, movement is going to take your goal forward a lot more than a mile. A step of movement is going to take you your goal further a lot faster than a whole mile of intention so you know so important to set the intention so important to set a goal create that vision but you've got to do something about it move forward and then take things as they come and keep moving in the right direction and the universe god like whatever you want to call it will support you on that if you show you're willing you show you are not afraid of take them you are open to uncertainty and getting out of the comfort zone comfortable with being uncomfortable and and then it's all all a mystery it's really about the journey rather than the destination yes ah oh, on that note that was so good uh tell us what thrive means to you and how you strive to thrive in your everyday life for me thriving means taking every day and trying to make the most of it and Sometimes, yeah, maybe that is, you, you don't feel great, but 
recognizing that and acknowledging that and appreciating even that saying like yeah i'm a human it's bound to happen and moving forward not letting things like that hold you back or doubt yourself or your path especially when you are on your right path and you feel that and or you're making you taking the leap or like you want to start moving in that direction to not let external things affect how you feel internally and really keep going no matter no matter what do those build those 9990 light bulbs and don't get deflected by that so it's really the keep moving 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 embracing whatever it is there right this moment whatever is there today whatever is there tomorrow and move through that with hopefully a clear mind and you know embracing what whatever whatever is thrown at you Oh, so, so, so good. Beate, thank you so much for joining me on Thrive. It's been awesome as expected, as always. Love chatting with you. Tell everyone where they can find you online to connect with you more. Perfect. Well, thanks for having me. I've also enjoyed our conversation again. Um, <laughs> it's been lovely to speak to you. Um, so they can find me at w.allboss.me. Um, that's my website. Um, or otherwise also at um, www.thepassiondrivenbusinessblueprint.com. Wait, before you go, make sure you're subscribed to never miss an episode of Thrive. Drop five stars on your way out if you like what you just listened to. And come join the party on Instagram at thrive.podcast to stay inspired and thriving all week long. Thanks for tuning in. It's your time to thrive.